Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. So actually, I'm going to talk about something, probably two things in this one. Uh, One is going to (laughs) be the fact that Disney stores are closing. 20% of North American Disney stores will close, I believe, by the end of March. And I'm really sad because one of those stores is going to be the store in Montclair Plaza, which I absolutely love. It's not too far from me. And it's actually like sort of a replica of the mall that I had growing up in, in uh, my hometown. It looks exactly like that. And it's, it's, it's a rare one, actually. It's one of like the, the first stores, I guess. And it's so cool. Cause like, it has like a lot of different characters inside the store. So when you go into the store, it's like most Disney stores, except cooler. There's like a really cool design on the carpet. I think the carpet are like, I think they were like blue and purple or whatever. Like there's weird colors in the carpet. Um, but right before you go in, in the like little glass things in the store display, there's like a whole bunch of Mickey's and there's like different scenes and there's different scenes on the top of the entire roof of the Disney store. Like there's like scenes for Little Mermaid from Alice in Wonderland. I think Peter Pan and Pinocchio, something like that. And they move like they're like uh, animatronic and they move. I think I said that wrong. Sorry, but they move. Um, and so it's like, it's, it's so cool. It's something so unique and it's different. And like at the back of the store, there's this huge TV and that's where you can like, you know, I think sometimes they have like movies or whatever there. They used to do like story times there and stuff too. So it's really unique. Um, especially because a lot of the other stores around me are more modernized Disney stores. They're more like, you know, they just have, they take a modern approach to it, which is, is fine, I suppose. But there's nothing cooler than walking into a Disney store and feeling like you're basically in like a Disney store version of Disneyland, which that's what was, you know, my childhood. Growing up, I didn't go to Disneyland that often, actually, like until I was like about 10 years old. Um, I think I could count on one hand how many times I remember going as like a little kid. And because I, I would be in the Disney store all the time. Like my like my parents couldn't always go. Like I had to work all the time and stuff. So I was constantly in the Disney store. I went like at least twice a week. And my mom and dad would buy me all the newest Disney films. They'd buy me different things, you know, like photographs and stuff. And what was really cool is sometimes Disney characters would even come to our mall. Like I have a picture of me, I think I was like six or seven. Maybe I was a little older. Um, right with Woody from Toy Story. He came to our mall. I think Buzz Lightyear did as well. And like, it was it was really cool. It was a really cool experience to get to see them. And I, like, I don't know, it's, it's just so like, it's crazy to think that stores like these are closing. And like my store closed years ago. Like the one, well, not my store, but the one I grew up with. I, I don't live in that town anymore, but I grew up there and that store closed years ago. I did hear that it like reopened in a more modern look, which I'm just like, ew, go away. But it's really sad to me that, you know, this, this is happening. It's sad to me that, um, the best stores are actually being the ones that are the ones that are being taken out. And I get it. Montclair Plaza is not exactly like a popping place. I love Montclair because it's kind of dead most of the time. Like it doesn't get as much foot traffic as other malls, um, which I appreciate because I'm able to get in, get up. I need, I would say I've worked for like a time and I would say that, um, on certain days like a pop release day or like a comic-con day or a black friday those are times when it's really really busy and obviously during the summer but like during the week it's it's pretty dead and that's a nice thing that's that's one thing i love about montclair and it's not that, it's not that the whole mall is closing but the fact that this disney store is closing is very very sad it's one of my favorite things to to go to when i go to that mall and actually i was going to work at that mall i had actually done a few different um 
uh, hiring events through that mall. But all there's something always happens. So for example, like one time I went to uh, work at that mall because I'm I'm pretty good with the people who work there. I I love them. They're so sweet. Um, and we're and we're all CMs. But the first time I went, um, or not the first time, the last time I went for an audition there, um, ended up, um job at the actual park and so I was like oh well I'm going back to work there so I kind of can't do this so that was really cool that was like you know and I I'd wanted to work for different Disney stores before um <clears throat> I never really got around to doing it but Montclair is the one I really wanted to work at because even though it's like far um well not too too far but like it, it's far enough um it was the one I wanted to work at because it is a Disney store it feels like a Disney store and it, like I said it's a replica of my childhood store now what I found out through my friend Sean who's a bit older than me not not much older than me he thinks he's an old man he's not but uh back in 1990 to 1992 actually the store in Montclair wasn't even a Disney store it was a restaurant it was a Disney restaurant and it was built just like my mall, like just like the store in my mall. So I looked up mine, so I was like, maybe I'm forgetting, but mine was never a restaurant. Mine was just a Disney store. But it turns out the one in Montclair was like one of two in North America where they made like a Disney restaurant. And that was like so cool to me. I could like, it blew my mind because I knew, I know so much about Disney, but I actually did not know this factoid. Um, I did know about a restaurant like in North America, I just didn't know it was that mall. I had no idea. And I didn't know, also didn't know the time period. I, th- I, I thought it was in the 80s. I didn't know it was in the, ni- like, it was 1990 to 1992. So there were things I actually didn't know that he told me. And I was like, wait, what? This is crazy. Like, I just, I could not even believe it. And the plot thickens, you guys. So I went and told my parents about this. I was like, did you guys know that in Montclair, there was actually a Disney restaurant? And my mom was like, yeah, we took you there. Like, <laughs> This has never, ever, this has never been discussed in my life. I've never, ever just, like, we've never talked about this ever. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, and I even, I was like, are you sure? And she's like, yes, I'm positive. I was there. And I was like, no, but like, are you sure? Like, I just, I couldn't even believe it. Cause I'm just like, we've never discussed this. We've never talked about this. The store's going to close. And the crazy thing is the store is closing on March 23rd, which I'm really, really sad about. I'm actually kind of like, I can't believe it. It's, it's so close, but that's the day before my birthday. And I was like, wait, like what? So I kind of feel like I need to go back there one last time and just, just see it and be like, we've had good times we have good times that I don't even remember dude because I was I was like three I think when when that when we went I was really really small so I I'm not gonna remember that um but that's I that's absolutely crazy to me I have no idea in all the years of going to the small that it was ever a freaking restaurant I had no idea I'm just like wait what it's it's crazy to me it's absolutely crazy and it looks so cool it looks amazing and it makes me wonder why did this not go any further because now i'm thinking about when like mcdonald's and burger king and all these other establishments had like disney toys right like disney meals at, at their restaurants where you can go and get like um for example like when pocahontas came out you got like pocahontas toys then you got like the pocahontas cups and stuff when hercules came out you got the toys and you got the plates and i'm just thinking why didn't disney just invest in their own like little burger joint which essentially is kind of what this was, but it was like a restaurant. Um, I did read about the food just being okay or whatever, but I'm like, still, this is so cool. You have like Disney, you had Mickey shaped, I think fries or whatever. It just sounds like a great idea. And I'm thinking now like, 
what happened to that? Like, can you imagine getting to go to like a Disney restaurant in your whatever town you live in, wherever in the world you are, if you're especially if you're in North America, like can you just imagine being in Kansas, Ohio, uh, wherever you're, that there's no Disney park, and Utah, whatever, and Arizona, I don't care. Even if you're in a, a state with a Disney park, right? And you're thinking, man, I really want those beignets from Disneyland, but I, I live in Sacramento. I'm not going to drive all the way to Disney. If you do that, by the way, I don't know whether to applaud you or slap you, but if you do that, that that's that's you. Um, but anyway, so I can't like, but just saying like you're, you're in Sacramento and you're like, I really am craving those beignets from Disneyland. I don't, I'm not going to drive like six hours to get beignets from Disneyland. I'm just not, I'm not doing that. But having that available at like, a mall near you or like just a restaurant near you like McDonald's or something and being able to get a beignet to be able to get a Dole Whip to be able to get one of those amazing hot dogs those corn dogs to be able to get um love new juleps to be able to get anything you want pretty much off a Disney menu and you know if they have like inside dining you can dine inside like it just, it's absolutely bonkers to me. <laughs> bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers to me that this was not a thing that developed. Like, there were only two in North America. There were only two Disney restaurants that were in malls. I think one was, obviously one was Montclair and the other one was um, in, I think, like, uh, Chicago somewhere or something like that. So it's like, what? That's that's so historic and iconic. Like, why would you do that? And the fact that they're closing down the Disney store, it's just... Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And also, now I have the question of, okay, say they do close the Disney store down, which is so unfortunate. Why not then go back, revert back to being a Disney restaurant? Why not do that? Why not do that? Seriously, why not do that? Like, what would be the harm of doing that? Because I think that would be even cooler, especially during like, I don't know, I just don't know that that mall has so many restaurants in it now like not tons of them but they have restaurants in them now but they don't have I don't think they have like a burger joint there I don't remember I don't know but like I think that'd be so cool to not have to go all the way to Anaheim if you want if you live locally for something for a taste of Disney especially Disney oh my god I'm gonna shut up but a taste of Disney is what the new thing in California Adventures called but like why not do that why not have that happen? I think that's a, a brilliant idea. If you're going to get rid of the Disney of the Disney store because it's just not performing like the other Disney stores and other malls, fine. But if you give them a unique dining experience, I think that would be genius, right? I think that would bring more revenue to that mall. I think that would, you know, make people want to come. And you keep some of the Disney store elements, right? Like maybe, you know have bring back like toys like you know the happy meal stuff you know bring those back or still have some of the toys on display you could still work it to where it's a restaurant but then you also have all these disney things and you might be thinking well right now covid is a thing so people can't just go in there and eat okay fine do to go orders right because a lot of the like I, I i'm not gonna talk about mask mandates and stuff i think people should be wearing their masks period but anyway you could at least do to-go items, right? For now, until you, you know, really decide to open it, you can do that. And, you know, you can have, like, beignets and you can have, like, the Monte Cristo sandwich and things like that. And some might say, well, that might take away from Disneyland's revenue. People who are going to Disneyland are going to go to Disneyland. 
and believe that. No one is going to choose a Disney store over Disneyland, even if it's for food. Some people might say, yeah, I just, I just want to go get the food, but I don't want to go to Disneyland. Sure, some might say that, but not hundreds of thousands of people. I just don't see it happening because you go to Disneyland for all the experiences, right? You go for all the anemones. You go for the rides. You go for the music. You go for the characters. You go for the food, this, that, and the third. You go there for all those things. So I don't see someone just being like, I don't see thousands of people just saying, look, I just want a Monte, a Monte Crisco sandwich. I just want a Bengay. I just want this one thing. I'm not going to go to Disneyland for that when I can just go to Montclair. I don't see that happening. But even if that does happen, right? Say it does, which I don't think it will. Say it does. You're still going to win, right? You, you, Disney in some way, shape or form, they still profit off of this because it's all their property. So again, if is declining in sales or whatever the case may be, fine, there are other Disney stores. But you have a way to kind of bring new life into this restaurant idea. I think it's genius. And I think if it works, then you should be able to kind of like see how, like maybe, maybe try putting some in a few other states. You know, try just, just, Especially in the middle, I, I did read somewhere, someone made a comment on uh, Facebook about like how, because a lot of Disney stores are closing, that a lot of the ones in middle America just don't exist anymore. And so a lot of the middle of the country kind of feels forgotten about by Disney. And I'm thinking, this is the perfect time to possibly reinvent yourself in that market and do a Disney store slash restaurant. Probably. I'm not talking about all the other stuff. Obviously, you can't do rides and stuff there, but possibly this might be the time to do those things in the middle of the country. Maybe. Maybe turn those stores that are not performing as well into something different just for a while and just to see if it sticks. I think it will. I really do think people would love to dine Disney. I do. I absolutely do. I think that'd be so much fun. I would even love if Disney did like their own drive-in movie theaters across the country where you get to go and dine Disney and you get to watch Disney double features. I mean, there's now they own so many different companies. There's so many things you can watch, right? So you can do tons of double features for the whole family. If this person wants to see something that's more like whimsical, they have the option. If this person wants to see something more action-packed, they have the option. I think that'd be really genius to do Disney dine-in movies or drive-in movies where you don't have to leave your car. You have like a you know, coming to you like I just I can't picture that like and you I can see especially here in California we are extra I can see people dressing up for the occasion right and going to these like driving Disney events maybe even just do events you don't have to necessarily like own the lot I think it'd be cool if you did but you don't have to do that and then have like a little Disney restaurant located inside or around the area I think that would be absolutely genius. I just do. And again, it would make, I think, middle Americans feel like you're not just forgetting about them, that you care. Um, because I mean, like you are like if a lot of these stores are being taken away and it, it just makes it harder for people in certain states to get to their Disney, like yes, it will make them flock more to the California and Florida resort, sure. But I mean, I do think it puts like a, a, a bitter taste in some of these people's mouths about not being able to have that convenience of a Disney store. And also, I think it, it, it sucks for kids. You know, the kids can't control, you know, 
being able to go to these things. They can't control being able to have these things at their disposal. Like, so it sucks for them if they're losing all this stuff. But imagine if they can dine and shop Disney. Imagine if they could do both. That is so, I think that'd be so cool. And I think, again, I think it would only gravitate more people towards Disney, right? Because that's why I love Disney, because I was lucky enough to live somewhere in California, to live somewhere where, like, you can be immersed in Disney. We have the first ever Disney park, and apparently we have the first Disney store restaurant in Montclair. We have these amazing Disney stores that were so immersive. Like, there's so much Disney here in California, and especially Southern California, like everyone here had a Disney pass or loves Disney or has been at least once. And those who haven't eventually go and they freak out like, oh, I get it, I get it. And you, it just becomes a part of you. Like I had friends who couldn't stand Disney when, when, or who, when, they were getting their Disney passes by the end of our trip. <laughs> They're like, we want to come back. We want you to come back with us. We got, we got passes. Like I had friends moving out of state and the last thing they wanted to do was go to Disneyland. Like, hey, can you come with us? We're going to go on our last trip. Like, we just want to do this one more time. And, and, and then we're done with California forever. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Let's go. So Disney's been such a huge thing for me. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky in that respect, but I can't imagine the kids that don't get to have that. Like, and, and you, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously there's some people who can't afford to have it. And I understand that, but imagine being able to afford having it and still just not having the luxury of having it there. That sucks. You know what I mean? And I, I, I'm just, I'm really sad about the Montclair store, but I think reopening it as a restaurant for a little while and seeing if that works out for them would be a great, great idea. You don't have to come with that Disney, Disneyland food is good. I know. Trust me. I know. Hello. I've worked there. I know the food is good. And I can just imagine having like a really cool menu. You know what I mean? Like of you being able to eat different things. And, and if that works, you can put it in another mall where the store isn't doing that well and replace it with that. And you can still keep elements of the Disney store. You can still keep some of the, do- the toys, the dolls, the clothes that people can buy. Because when they're sitting there, I can see people coming to the Disney store or that Disney, you know, restaurant and wanting to dress up in their best Disney, but then seeing the newest Minnie Mouse ears on display or seeing the newest Disney jersey on display and wanting to buy it. And it does also create a different experience because it's not like they have anything like that in Disneyland. You know what I mean? Like Disneyland has a lot of like Disney, obviously they have Disney themed restaurants, but nothing to that extent where it's kind of immersive to everything Disney. Most of the restaurants in Disneyland are, you know, themed toward the land. And so for example, let's say um, Flo's Cafe. Flo's Cafe is themed to cars. So you're not going to see other Pixar character things in that restaurant because it's it's devoted to that land. Carthay Circle, or Carthay Circle, I'm sorry. I mean, that's restaurant too. Um, let's say Blue Bayou, which is more of a fine dining experience, is going to be pirate themed. So you're not going to see very many non-pirate things in that restaurant, in that environment. Um, town doesn't have like a restaurant restaurant. So, which again, this is a, a unique experience that you kind of would get at a Disneyland hotel, sure sure but this is different right because you're not at a Disneyland hotel you're just going for a meal in Disney and it's at a mall so it's you know what I mean I just, I just think I can't see the downside someone from a more financial point who understands business more than I do probably can and I respect that I absolutely respect that but it just sucks to me. And someone else did make the point that with, you know, with with uh, Target and with, with Fox Lunch and Hot Topic and all these other places, Walmart too, having all these Disney things available to them, it just kind of makes the Disney store, I guess, a little bit, in their opinion, 
a little bit obsolete. I disagree because I mean, I think if anything, they could still do this and it still work, especially if you add the, the restaurant element because you can't go, they, they don't have one of those in Target. They might have a Disney boutique in Target. They might have Disney things in Box Lunch and other stores. Sure. But you don't have a restaurant where people can come and sit down and, and, and enjoy their food together or a grab it and go restaurant, right? With Disney themed things. Because if you think that there aren't parents out there or people out there that wouldn't go to, you know, a Disney a mall to go get some Disney Mickey shaped fries or whatever. Believe you me, there would be, and there'd be people lining up when it first opens. Probably every day after you. That I have to go all the way down to Anaheim or this, that, and the third. Um, and I think it would help the mall with tourism. Absolutely, I think people would come. Like if you do that in 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 freaking Ontario Mills, which is like a tourist trap. Heck yeah, people would do it. And then you can expand from there. You can see, oh, look, this is working here at this mall that not that many people go to. Let's go for a more high-end mall. Let's go to a bigger mall where people definitely have more foot traffic. And we'll do like, you can maybe do a kiosk there or maybe, you know, buy one of the shops or maybe change over the Disney store. But there's so many things that you can do, in my opinion, that I'm just like, I think pulling out of this is a mistake. I think letting the store close is a mistake because it can be turned into something that is just... That was already kind of revolutionary for its time, but that would be even more so. And maybe if you kicked at the menu with what you have now versus what you had back in 90 or 92, you could definitely change the way this is seen, right? You can change the game. Because back then, yeah, you know, there was, I mean, there's there's a lot to compete with now, but there's nothing quite like Disney. You know what I mean? Like Disney is so much, in my opinion, it's so much bigger now than it was back in those days and I think if we had a restaurant like a Disney restaurant that wasn't in Disneyland I would go I'd probably make probably a weekly thing of it am I a Disney a sucker for Disney of course I am but that's what I'm saying like I mean I think now it's so much more ingrained in us to be that way that if we had a Disney restaurant outside of Disneyland people would absolutely go there are places like Disney has like other little locations of like stores and stuff that are not inside malls that people think they gravitate towards all the time there's Disney things and like you know little 99 cent stores and stuff that people buy up all the time so I definitely do believe that there's a market for Disney having a restaurant especially if it's got a nice price and stuff to it and maybe I know annual passes on the thing right now but maybe if like you know in the future again when when if and when they do come back annual passes if there was like an annual pass holder discount on those things I can only imagine it being popping all the time even if it was just to pick up your stuff and go location i still think it would be crazy you think in and out is crazy you think chick-fil-a lines are crazy you think starbucks lines are crazy hell if disney did like their own like starbucks as coffee in this place too me like if they just took what was hot right now and made it into a restaurant and go like okay mcdonald's is always hot people are always going there okay in and out it's always popping they you know people go there chick-fil-a if you like because some of these places only stick to one thing chick-fil-a obviously serves chicken you know in and out doesn't really do chicken burgers or whatever so if you gave the option of having both of those things in there with like mickey shaped fry really coffee that can compete with like starbucks or coffee bean or whatever you know those kind of items you would definitely have it'd be it'd be on and popping every day i'm telling you it would (laughs) so that's just my thoughts on that now let's get into the cancellation stuff so pepe le pew is being canceled um for space jam 2 they are not putting him in this movie and 
I have thoughts on that. And now it's been announced that people are trying to cancel Miss Piggy. Look, I get the whole trying to cancel Eminem stuff and stuff. I do, personally. I've always found his music to be kind of problematic to me. Does he have inspirational things to say? Sure, many people do. I never liked his approach to talking about women and abuse. I just never have. That's my personal opinion. I've never liked that. So am I okay with him canceling him? Sure. I don't really care, to be honest. Like, I mean, I I just don't. Um, Has he changed since then? Possibly. Sure. My problem with this thing is characters like Johnny Bravo, Pepe Le Pew, and, you know, Miss Piggy, to name a few, these are characters who are written a certain way. So is it the character's fault that they're written a certain way? Can't we just, I don't know, write them differently? It's different from expecting a man or a woman or whomever to change their actions, right? And to change their ways with people. That's that's different. You know what I mean? Holding a person accountable for their actions is not in that same boat because, you know, the writers who wrote Miss Piggy a certain way made her that way. The writers who wrote Pepe that way made him that way. You can though, and, and obviously in real life, can, you can change your ways. And it might be hard for people to, to change, and it's an overtime people with characters easily the way that they're seen narrative by writing them to be better characters. You know what I mean? I mean, I would love Pepe Le Pew if he took out the element that he's kind of like forceful or whatever. Like, it's not even so much, I guess he kind of does force himself on, on the ladies. If you just change that behavior, you know, and still kept him like this, this, you know, love loving skunk. Would that be so terrible? Like, and if people who say yes, because they can't imagine him other, any other way, then maybe the problem is you and not the character. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that they can try to swing this in a way where they can make Pepe to be a decent character without having to be, you know, an unwanted ladies man, I guess, because he's not like the ladies want him. They can easily do that. So I, I don't understand having to just get rid of the character. I like Pepe. I've always have. I thought he was a cutely drawn character. And it just sucks that now he won't be a part that gives him a love interest that actually wants to be with him too. Then why should there be a cancellation of this character? Like that's the thing about these kind of characters. It's not like they're actual human beings where we kind of need to see a change from them to for them to stand by their word. They're characters written by several people. So if the character is a, is a is a problem or is problematic, it's not the character. It's the people who wrote the character to be that way. And it's the in you know it's, we can see changes in a character, right? Like Johnny Bravo doesn't have like. Johnny Bravo is still an interesting character, even if he's not like, again, another unwanted ladies man where he makes all these advances towards women. He would still be likable if he was still his goofy, geeky self who was just very attracted to himself and, and conceited. And if he was just attracted to himself and didn't have to like, you know, try to, you know, grab on women and talk to women and, you know, all, any kind of way, then I see the problem with that that would just be he would be a problematic character but to himself he would only really be an issue for himself so why do like you know what I mean like just change the writing for Miss Piggy what I understand is that she's kind of aggressive and she's got like this kind of aggressive behavior towards people and she doesn't really always treat Kermit the best but um even like Miss Piggy's one of my favorite characters I love Miss Piggy like you can call me problematic all day that's fine sis but I love Miss Piggy I love Johnny Bravo as well and I like Pepe. I like I like these characters. Are they like well Pepe is not my favorite, but I like him. But I mean Johnny Bravo is one of my favorites, but that's because I like he's just an Adonis and that's 
I have, I have a problem with that. Um, I just do. I, I, I like big bulky guys. That's just me. I'm sorry. Um, if he was talking to me, I have no issue. But that's me. Um, I just love her. I just love the way that she is. Is she problematic in ways? Sure. Does she have a temper? Sure. I, I love her. I love Miss Piggy. Um, but again, I mean, you can rewrite her to be different. She can still have sass. She can still be a powerhouse. She can still, like, maybe make scenarios where it's justified the things that she's doing as far as, like, you know, putting somebody in their place. Maybe make that a justified thing, you know, instead of just, like, oh, Miss Piggy's trash. We need to get rid of her. But it's, like, why? I think she's a very strong female character. She takes no crap. And I mean, she's surrounded by a whole bunch of zany Muppets, right? Like, Kermit isn't always, like, the best. And I just, I think it's just crazy that we're trying to cancel these characters instead of, like, maybe trying to find ways to make them better. Because I guess, and, and, you know, people, you know, are mad at the new generation, but, like, why? I don't get why. Like, are, are there problematic people in the new generation? Are there problematic ways? Yes, every generation has problematic people. Every generation has problematic ways. And the more we, we evolve as people, the more we start to accept each other and really look deep inside, we start realizing the ways of the past that were taught to us are problematic. Even myself, there's a lot of things in myself that I, me at like 21 is not me at 31. We think very differently from each other. We're in a very different space than each other. And I've had time now to grow and experience new things and and have many friends from different walks of life. And I've opened my eyes to realizing people at the end of the day, like just want to be treated equally and just want to be happy. And what the hell is wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. And they deserve to have that. And I think the newer generation is very much, yes, sometimes I think people are too into their feelings. Sometimes I do. But at the same time, I do think there's valid points in a lot of this stuff. You know, I don't think that characters who are overly aggressive or overly, you know, trying to sexualize other people, it's not funny, especially when it is something that has happened to you. And granted, everybody can relate that, but just because it hasn't happened to you doesn't mean that you can't, you know, empathize or sympathize with it. And, you know, there's there's just, there's a lot. And, and people just don't like, you know, progression. I think that's the problem is a lot of us are not progressive people. And I think because our parents are not progressive people. I'm lucky enough to have open-minded parents. I'm lucky enough to be an open-minded person. And so change, even though sometimes it's hard and it just kind of bothers me sometimes, I understand why it's, it's necessary. Because I always think like, even though I myself don't want any kids, I have a few friends who do have kids. And there might come a day where my partner, should I ever have one, wants a kid, right? So I have to think about what is the world that my kid could potentially grow up in? And I want them to have any possibility and any opportunity they want to have. I don't want them to be like, you know, I don't want to, you know, just try to, you know, uh, put a cap kid wants to do for who they want to be. And I don't want them to have to grow up in a world with a dad who just doesn't, because I didn't go through it, I, you know, don't understand the problem or, you know, like, I don't want to stunt my kid's growth ever. I just don't want to do that. Um, or have my growth stunted either. Like, I, this is not my final form, you know what I mean? Like, mentally, it's not. I'm, I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep changing. And some people might think that's weak-minded to, like, you know, oh, so basically you're listening to the complaints of someone and you change for them. No, it's not like that. I... 
adjust my way of thinking because I realized that like if I just go off of what I know I don't know much right you know we don't we don't know much we're consistently learning so if you decide that I'm gonna I'm gonna put a cap on how much I've learned I'm not gonna do any I'm not gonna change anymore I'm not gonna see past this because I'm I'm done learning you're never done learning every day of your life you learn something new right you're never and I do Sometimes I do think it, it's, it's a little bit crazy about how much we want to cancel people and things, but canceling people to me is not as bad as canceling characters. Why? Because I think characters, like I said, they're written a certain type of way and you can always unwrite that. Can you always like unlearn? Like you can't erase the past of that character, but you can, you can talk about a character changing and conforming or not conforming but changing and learning to be a better version of themselves and we can hope the same for people does it always happen no but we can right you can take these characters out of the the, the, the hands of the people who are making them these toxic things and turn them into something better instead of just completely getting rid of them like i said put pepe in a loving relationship where he doesn't have to be like a seize put johnny in a loving relationship or or don't or just have him be in love with himself and not really care about anybody else still have better qualities and not be a complete tease you know make miss piggy i mean miss piggy to me i just don't see the problem with her i feel like she's just empowered you know what i mean i, I mean if she is like you know making unwanted advances towards permit then change that about her behavior don't let don't have her do that real have her realize she deserves someone who actually wants to be with her you know versus being a problem or you know what I mean or have her move on from Kermit if she's stuck on him whatever the reason is behind wanting to cancel Miss Piggy or any of these characters we the people have the power to change that instead of just canceling a character because a lot of these characters have really cool qualities and I like the way that they're drawn and maybe I like the way that they speak something about them is really cool so why do we have to cancel the character canceling like I said canceling human beings is different and I just think some people, yeah, yeah, people can change. It's just a matter of wanting to, right? Where characters, it's like, they can only change if they're written to. You know what I'm saying? Like, people can change whether they, they, they are being told to change or not. They can do a lot of self-reflecting. Characters can't do those things. Someone has to do it for them and put that out there. So I feel like instead of canceling these characters, we just need to, I guess, reform them. Um... And I don't find a problem with that either. Like I said, I know there's a, a generation of people, you know, who are in my in my generation who are just like, I don't like the fact that so much is changing. Yeah, neither did our parents, but it was a change that they, that needed to happen. So this is another another change that needs to happen. You know what I mean? And it's okay. It's okay to unlearn things. It's okay to learn that what you were interested in might not have been the best thing for you or might not have been the best for anybody. You know, I do think sometimes, like I said, I do think that things are a little bit overly sensitive sometimes. And that it's okay to, to have jokes. I believe that. I, I think jokes are meant to be funny. You know what I mean? Every, like, to everyone's expense. Because it's just like everybody, you know, there's there's nobody being singled out. There's nobody being left out. You know what I mean? So I, I don't think that jokes are always an issue. But it, it just bothers me that, you know, we just think to quickly cancel something. Like I said, someone is different. Because you do need to see that change from a human being. You need to see them be able to change that toxic behavior because sometimes when you when you cancel someone right or you forgive them easily they go back to those ways and that's a huge problem i can think of a, quite a few youtubers who are like that and when i see a character it's like this is this is a character somebody wrote so maybe instead of canceling the character we need to cancel the person that wrote them 
Um, or we need to get that character in the hands of somebody who can actually make him a decent character. But canceling characters like Miss Piggy, uh, Pepe Le Pew, and probably even Lucy from Charlie Brown. And there's so many characters, even Lucy. There's so many characters I can see getting retconned, right, and just completely changed, and or just completely like just obliterated. And I'm like, don't obliterate the character. Just change the behavior if that's the case, because you know. We we're learning. People learn, and 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 you can learn how to you can you can unlearn behaviors. And even humans, you know, I'm not saying a, a person has to be canceled forever. I'm saying canceling them until they change, until we see like you know a change in what they're putting out, what they're saying, and the hate that they're spewing. That I think we do need to see. That's why I think you know I, I'm canceling people, whatever you want to call it. That um, I, that's why I think it's important because it's like, hey, let's get this person to change their ways because they are spreading out this terrible toxic behavior into the universe and because people people especially in this generation need someone to look up to need um you know celebrity influence it, it's all of it's disgusting but people need that they need it right they, they they need to worship somebody they need these things they don't but in their minds they need that and it's like if you keep you you take in and you, you kind of push out what you absorb. So you absorb someone bringing in negative uh, 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 negative language towards religion or towards sex or towards um, sexual identity or towards, um, you know, certain genders or ideas, you know, racist, whatever. Like, if you, you know, you take all that in, you're going to eventually exude that behavior yourselves. So that's why I think it's important to cancel people like that and say, hey, this is not okay. You need to take, it's like a timeout. It's, it's, it's a timeout. You're taking a timeout, right? You know when your parents time out, you know, give you a timeout. That shit don't always work. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's important to de-platform people who are being toxic. I don't think it's, it's cool to de-platform characters if they're written a certain way, you can unwrite that. Because like I said, characters like Miss Piggy, Johnny Bravo, uh, Pepper Pew, they're not meant to be terrible characters, in my opinion. Some characters might be out there, sure. These characters, I don't think they're meant to be that way. I think they're meant to be seen in a different light, I guess. Um, and I think a simple rewriting of that, right? Rebranding of that character, that character coming to that realization that the way I've been is wrong, I need to change that might actually be better off this is this is just my opinion i understand if you're like i don't i'm not you know i'm not picking up what you're putting down that's fine but that's just my opinion on that i think there are ways to make these characters enjoyable for everyone rather than just being like okay let's just annihilate them and they, they never insisted they're not important no no it characters know in more that I'm sorry, I'm just into mind. And people love Kino. People love Kino. If Kino, characters like Kino can still exist unapologetically, there's no reason why characters like Johnny Bravo and Pippa Le Pew and Miss Piggy can't exist and just, just kind of change their ways to, to, to kind of adjust to the, the, the new world. The world is changing. It, it always has. It always will. People will find something offensive. People will say this is okay, whatever the, whatever the case. You know, a lot of what was not acceptable back in the day is now acceptable. A lot of what was acceptable back in the day is now not acceptable. Things are absolutely changing. Things are kind of flipping around and it'll happen again. I'm sure of it. It'll happen again. So it's like, 
why not just adjust these characters to the times that they are living in? We see this happen on the Muppet TV show. It's a more modern TV show and they make jokes and quips about different things. We see the Muppets having to adapt to the, the new world. Why not somebody addressing the Miss Piggy? Like, hey, this behavior that you're exuding here, it's kind of problematic. Let's, let's change that. I'm sure it'll make somebody cringe. I'm sure somebody out there will cringe, but this then this isn't for you. It's for somebody else. It's for a new generation. Deal with it. You're sorry. Deal with it. And, and, and eventually that's what we're going to have to do, right? Whether we like like it or not we're eventually going to have to deal with the change because we can't change 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 is going to happen so we can't we can't change that so we're just gonna have to deal pretty much um but yeah like at the end of this all i'm saying is look yes there are problematic problematic characters in existence do i think they all need to be annihilated no i think a lot of them just need to be reformed for the demographic that is currently trying to get rid of them you know what i mean or maybe like i don't know i i I just i really don't know but i to me that's the simplest answer is okay you find this character problematic tell me what's problematic about them okay let's see if we can change that unless that is just the character and i don't think johnny bravo is is this easy guy who wants to hit on women i think there's more to johnny bravo i think he actually has more layers than that and it would just suck to see him being canceled however comma johnny bravo is like not a thing anymore anyway so it is what it is if they cancel johnny bravo it is what it is you know what i mean he's not making a comeback anytime soon even though i would love a live action johnny bravo movie now i'm kind of like no i can see why that would be a bad idea um i think from american pie and yeah uh let's see with Pepe, like I said, I think that's just as simple. They could have, they could have easily just changed him as a character. They could have made him apologetic for his ways. They could even make him do like a soliloquy about that. Um, and it's a character, so it's not like he's lying, right? Like you know what I mean? He's not a real person. He's he's Pepe the Pew. You can easily just change that story arc and and have him, you know, consistently be that way. Um, where it's like a human being apologizing is not the same thing. If the character apologizes, he exudes that, and every time you see him in the story. It's not a lie. It's not, you know what I mean? Where an actual person can say one thing to your face, apologize to your face, and do a whole bunch of shady crap behind your back. That's different. Um, so yeah, Peppa the Pew, Miss Piggy, all these characters can just be rewritten. And that's the end of this. I'll see you guys next time. Um, and yeah, it's it's crazy world. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.